You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. So God bless you all. Welcome to the podcast. We are here to get another episode started this week in discussion, talking about Christian behavior and just our character, the character of Christ, how we carry ourselves as believers, how we walk, how we how we treat others and how we respond when someone may treat us a particular way that we would react out of the character of God. So there's a scripture that we want to bring forth and talk about, which is just, it's very simple. It just says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So when we talk about this scripture, we're talking about the mind of Christ, putting on Christ, and letting the things that you would do how you would respond is this a way that christ would respond to situations any given situation that we may have to deal with that we may face on a daily basis as believers how do we handle situations when do we think about it before we respond do we just respond and react and think about it later is it something that we try and once we react do we try and say well that's just me or you know we can't do that as believers when we have presented our bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is our reasonable service and we have given our life over to christ when the word tells us that our life is no longer our own that we are bought with a price. So if we're bought with a price, do we take our life back from Christ to carry on how we want to carry on? Or do we turn it over to Jesus and let Jesus handle the situation? Well, to answer your question, I think many of us are guilty when it comes to that particular subject that um, when a situation arises that may be challenging for us, or maybe even confrontational, we can sometimes get out of the character of Christ and begin to display characteristics of our old man. When Christ clearly speaks to us in his word and say, old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. So we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. But a lot of times when a situation arises and it it's looking like it may not be in our favor mm -hmm. or things may not go the way we think they should go. We sometimes, if not most of the time, get out of the character of Christ just so we can act up or give someone a piece of our mind or say something to someone that may offend them or wound them or hurt them when we really should be looking at the individual and saying, that's my brother, that's my sister. Mm -hmm. 
I know that's not them. It's the spirit behind the man. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to remember when we are engaged in situations that may be a little challenging for any of us as Christians or as believers. And I know you probably are saying on the other side, Sister Tisa, what are you talking about? Because I know you don't always reflect the character of Christ in situations, and you're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. I don't always make the mark. There are times where I had to go and repent and talk to God about my, you know, my behavior that didn't necessarily reflect him, but I also had to go and correct and make things right with the individual that I may have hurt just by something that I may have said or by an action that I took that I knew that was not Christ's character mm -hmm. or reflecting the character, character of, of Christ. Christ. Yes, Of course, I believe that each and every day there are different challenges that we face. We deal with adversity because we are believers in Christ. Absolutely, I believe that. And how we handle them on a daily basis, it's not always going to be perfect. And it's not always going to be in the way or the mind of Christ or the right way that we should respond. But even if we don't respond in the right manner as a man of God or as a woman of God, and we know that there are people around us that may not be saved, even those that may be saved, we should have enough humility to be able to ask for forgiveness for how we reacted or how we carried on instead of just trying to say something at like, well, you know, I don't care. They, I had to just go on and let them have it because, uh, uh, you know, they were, they was getting on my nerves or I hadn't had enough. I didn't had it up to here with them or whatever. You know, we have to be able to have, as the Bible talks about us as believers and as Christians having self-control. We have to have self-control to be able to handle certain situations the way that we believe that Christ would handle them. Amen. You know, I was talking to um, a sister in Christ a couple of days ago, and one of the things that um, her and I got into conversation about was about Christian characteristics, mm -hmm. some of the characteristics that we display. And a lot of times when we display the character that's not of Christ, or should I say characters of characteristics of the old man. Yeah. One of the things that we talked about was that we see that more often than we do Christians displaying the character of Christ. And that's really sad to say, but it's a really true statement. Mm -hmm. And shame on many of us because a lot of us are seasoned Christians and yet we still like to operate in the flesh. And we operate from a carnal perspective thinking that we're going to reach a solution. But the best solution is always to reflect the character of Christ. And another thing that we were talking about was when y you are around someone or either you're engaged with someone and you notice certain particular things that are going on or certain vibes 
coming from an individual and you may be questioning in your mind, why is that person acting like that? Or why is that person so distant? Or why does it seem like our relationship is strained? And you begin to question that. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the answers necessarily. You may not even know what's going on. You know, you you don't even know if the problem is really with you or with some someone else, <clears throat> or if it's something that may have transpired in the past that maybe just didn't catch your attention. But at the end of the day, w- one of the things that her and I was discussing is that you know whether or not you have done something or you've said something to that person about that person to someone else and you don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we want to ignore it. We want to sweep it up under the carpet as if though it never happened and we want to keep moving forward as if though God didn't see it. Well, let me just serve you notice today that God did see it. God saw what you said. God saw your conversation. He He heard your conversation because he says that our conversations sit in heaven. Mm -hmm. So he saw your actions. He saw the type of spirit that you were in when you were doing what you were doing, Mm -hmm. whether in word or in deed, it did not reflect the character of Christ. And God is waiting on you to come to him and confess those things, but he's also waiting on you to go and make those things right. You know when you are guilty of doing something that may have offended, hurt, wounded, or injured a brother or a sister in Christ. That's why it's so much going on out here today in our world where a lot of people are just turned off about being with Christians, being around Christians, being in the presence of Christians, because most of them feel like a lot of us are just, quote-unquote, hypocrites. Yeah, they do. For the most part, we're not hypocrites, a lot of us. We do love Christ. Yes, we do have some flaws in our character. Yes, we still need some work done on these buildings. We still are up under construction, and we still need healing and deliverance in certain areas of our life. But it doesn't mean that we are a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. But what it does mean is that we need God to work on us more in our lives and in our character and in the way that we do things, handle things, approach things, and respond to things that may come towards us. I just think for the most part, we got to be careful that we don't send the message that we're justifying Mm -hmm. the things that we may have done or said or did towards an individual. And just because time passed that it doesn't matter to God or it doesn't matter to that person because that person could be treating you that way because they may have heard something. Mm -hmm. It may have come back to them Mm -hmm. that you said something or it could have just been, a particular situation where they encountered you one day and they felt that, you know, uneasy or something. Yeah, like there that. was something going on there mm-hmm. and they just couldn't really pick it up. So the next time that they encounter you or they deal with you, the relationship seems to be strained. Yes. And you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, did I say something um, or did I do something? And if so, 
you know, as a Christian now, how can I go back and correct the wrong that was done? Especially if you know you said something about that individual and you may think that it it didn't get back. But many of us are not humble enough to go to an individual and say, you know, I messed up. I did something wrong and I never should have did it. So whoever you took that bone to, Mm -hmm. you need to humble yourself and go and make that thing right, even with the person that you dropped that seed with. Yeah. And it wasn't a good seed. Um, a matter of fact, you were sowing discord amongst your brethren. Yeah. And God said he hates them that sows discord. Yes, he does. So we got to be very careful that we're not a sore of discord. Mm-hmm. We got to be careful that we're not going back and saying things, doing things, and and it will ultimately or it may ultimately get back to the person that you were sowing those things towards or doing those things towards. We have to be very careful because at the end of the day, God is looking at us. He's looking at our character. He's looking at the things that we do. He's looking at every aspect of our life and how we're dealing not only with the people of the house of God, but even those that are outside of the house of God. How are we dealing with them individually and as a whole? This leaves us in a place to where we have to acknowledge a situation of how we reacted and then with different situations that we can't just be like, oh, well, I'm past that. Because if you never really dealt with the individual that you may have hurt or if you never talked to them or, you know, sit down with them and straighten things out, you may think that you're past it. But how do we not know if this thing is deep down in our heart? And just because we've just kept pushing it down and pushing it about and saying, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, you know, I didn't do nothing wrong to them or whatever the case may be. You know, that this thing is sitting in our heart and festering and turning into a root of bitterness. That is correct. That is correct. And so many of us do that. By God, so many of us do that. And we are really guilty of that. And that's really sad to say. But we really truly are because what we don't understand or may not understand is that the Bible does talks about how the heart above all things is deceitful and desperately wicked. wicked. Who can know it but God? So we can't just sit there and say, oh, I'm past that. I'm not on that. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not doing that. Well, that very, very thing that you profess to say that you're dealing with, that you're not going to deal with, that you're past that. You're over that. They need to get over that. Mm-hmm. It's that very thing that may separate you from God. Because yeah. God tell us in the word that it is our iniquity that separates us from him. So we got to be careful that we're not harboring things in our heart. But you won't know that you're harboring that thing in your heart until you go before God and ask God to show you the things that are in your heart so that he can begin to reveal and deal with you concerning the things in your heart that you can get those things right with him. But also the individuals that you feel that you're over that you done that Mm -hmm. done with that or you're past that because in all essence, you're not past that. The word doesn't say that the word says if you have an alt with your brother or your sister. Leave the gift at the altar and go to them 
and make that thing right and mm-hmm. then come back and present your gift. Yes. And and it also says not only when you remember that you have an art, but when you remember that your brother has an art with you. Absolutely. So a lot of times we'll just go and pray and overlook the fact that God may have just showed us something as soon as we got down to pray that you need to go and talk to so-and-so or you need to go and speak to this brother or this sister and talk with them. But because we've said to ourselves that I'm going to let God deal with it or I'm going to just get past this, I'm past this, I ain't thinking about this no more, I I ain't worried about this no more, I'm not giving this no more of my time, it's still sitting in our heart. So my, I guess my question would be, is this the mind of Christ when we do things like this? Because when we just basically push hurt down or push discouragement or we push different things like that down in our heart, a disappointment or somebody disappointed us or whatever it is, if we push these things down and say, well, I'm not going to worry about it, I'm past that. Is this the mind of Christ that we're holding these things in our heart? Because like you just said, the word says that the, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. So we got these things sitting in our heart, but we don't know that they're there. And a lot of times when we pray and ask God to show us what's in our heart, a lot of these things ain't going to be pretty. And a lot of times we're not going to believe that these things are in our own heart. There are things that, because we have to remember, we had a life before Christ. When we came to Christ, we were forgiven of our sin. But somewhere along the way, we started picking up those old ways again. Those old ways started creeping back up in our, our life because we allowed them to. We gave ourselves to those things. So when we gave ourselves to those things, they started to sometimes, they sometimes can take precedence over certain things that Christ would require us to do. When they take precedence over things that Christ want us to do, those things, we would almost try and blend those into a character of Christ and say that this is who I am. When that's not the mind of Christ, that's not the character of Christ, we can't blend our old ways with the ways of Christ and with the things of Christ, the mind of Christ, because our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. The Bible says with the distance that God says that they have between one another, we can't. There's no comparison. There's no comparison. We can't think that we're okay. We have to be humble enough to go to God when God show us these things. This is in your private chambers, your prayer closet with God. Nobody's saying you have to stand up in front of the congregation and air out what what God is showing you that you're dealing with. That's right. This is something that you're standing in your prayer closet and praying and talking to God. God going to deal with you. He's going to show you you before he show you somebody else. That is true. It doesn't give us an opportunity to say, well, no, God, that that wasn't me. So-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did that, and that's why I responded this way, and that's why I responded that way. God don't want to hear that as an excuse because that's all it is. It's an excuse for us not to make it right. And it sounds like they're also justifying. When there's no, no man is justified Mm -hmm. 
except for they be justified in Christ, in Christ. and by Christ. Yes. But we're not justified for our behavior when it does not reflect the character of Christ. I don't see how we can not see that God will bring us into accountability for these actions, yes. for these ways that we have. He told us to consider our ways before him. Yes. Will we consider our ways before him? As the word of God tells us. We need to. As believers, we should consider our ways because we can't make any excuse. He tells us that we're going to be without excuse, that we are without excuse. So we can't sit continuously and make excuses for the things that we do. How long are we going to say God is still working on me? We know we're dealing with this area, and we know that this is a continuous situation because every time something arises, we may fail the test. But when rather than say God is still working on me, why don't we just say, you know what, brother, sister, just pray for me because I am having a challenge with that part of my life. And I haven't yet totally surrendered that to God. Pray that I would totally surrender that to God. But I'm going to also tell the believer that's out there listening, I would encourage you to get into your prayer closet and begin to talk about talk to God about those things that are troubling you, mm -hmm. those things that challenge you in your Christian walk. Go to God about it. He's faithful, and he's just, and he's righteous. He's forgiving, full of compassion, great in mercy, tender mercies. Yes. And he stands ready, waiting to forgive us. Arms he said, I wish that no man should perish, but that all would come to repentance. Yes. And that's what God wants from his children. We all should have a repentative heart towards God every day. Yes. As a believer. Yeah. He tells us to repent quickly. Yes, he does. Yeah. Because we can't say we have no sin. Mm -hmm. And if we say we have no sin, the Bible say we are liar. And the truth not in us. So, yes, we definitely have to get that right. We definitely have to make sure that we are in the mind of Christ, walking in the spirit and not after the flesh, that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. This is all of our time. I know this discussion can continue to go, but this will be all of our time for this week, talking about the mind of Christ or letting that mind that's in Christ also be within you. We will try and pick this up next week to continue a part two. Until next time. Let this mind be also in you that was in Christ Jesus. God bless you, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Be blessed. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Leave a comment or question at ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.